His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Unrestricted Podcast. I'm your host, Ish Berry, and on this special episode, I have my very first guest. This woman actually took my podcast virginity back in August. My podcast cherry back in uh, the summer of 2020 when everything was so different. We were locked down. Only thing we could do is podcast and grocery shop. That was it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we have attorney, podcaster, um, author, mother, wife, friend, my favorite Libra, Dicey Grinner. Welcome Woo! back to the Unrestricted Podcast. Thanks for having me again. Uh, Mitch. Thank you for coming. I can't. I can't thank you enough. And uh, let's dive into. You've been up to a lot since 2020. Mm, I'm always up to a lot. Until yeah, <laughs> the day I die, I'm gonna be. That's moving. what I'm talking about. Because yeah. uh, seeing you work and push and grind inspire me. And I'm like, if you could do it with kids and being an attorney and a wife, then I can get my ass up and edit one more picture mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. edit one more podcast episode or do whatever I need to do on my end. Mm -hmm. um, well, actually, one of the biggest things I noticed since last time you was here, you pretty much now are on TikTok, right? You was like mm -hmm. one of the first people personally I've known. And, and I had friends that were telling me for a minute, it's like, Ish, you got to get on TikTok, you know, post your photography podcast clips to get you more exposure. At the time, I'm thinking TikTok was just something like for teenagers with mm -hmm. stupid, you know, trending videos and stuff. <laughs> and then I took one of my friend's advice and got on it. And I seen, you know, you had just a huge, you know, uh, platform on it and, and blew. And I'm like, damn, I should have did this earlier. Mm -hmm. So what, what made you switch over to TikTok versus mm. IG, Twitter, Facebook, everything else that we were on. Yeah, well, first off, Twitter is just trash now, okay? <laughs> and I know Elon Musk is your guy, but he completely trashed whatever was happening with, tw with yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I admit that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually off Twitter for probably a year or two yeah, even before that, but there is absolutely no chance I'm going back now. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, I've had a love-hate relationship with it. It's been difficult to to expand my brand up there because mm -hmm. I do a lot of sex stuff. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, sexy, erotic material. Yeah. It's not like I'm, like, having sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify. But um, just even trying to promote my books, even the book covers, whatever, they're yeah. always flagging stuff, always taking it down. And at one point I thought people were were reporting it, but it's not mm -hmm. even that. It's not. It's their algorithm. Yeah, it's yes, just they, absolutely uh, ridiculous. So um, I, I stopped even focusing on that so much. But TikTok, like you, I thought was just for kids because my kids were talking about it years yeah. ago. And, um, and I thought it was just dancing. And then I ended up on there because there were some German guys, actually, that I was... <laughs> <laughs> that I started following on Instagram. Uh -huh. Now, uh, I know I come across like a horror monger or whatever, but these these are people that actually inspire me to create. Gotcha. So okay. beautiful people, artistic people, people that are doing things that I really admire, it spurs my creativity. So I'm okay. not just going around like, let me just 
just lust after these fellas. Yeah. They were and there's really, nothing wrong with that. I, yeah, I follow a whole bunch of IG models. Right, I lust right. after. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that, but I'm just giving you some context yeah, yeah. for how I was on their page to begin with. So it was a German group of guys who were posting a bunch of stuff, and I started getting ideas for a story just watching them. And uh, so I noticed that they were even bigger on TikTok. So I started watching their TikToks, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. And so the TikToks started feeding me a whole lot of eye candy. Mm -hmm. That's what I went over there for, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I went over there for that. <laughs> and I went for, and, and then it was just even more male models, and, and I was like, oh, this is wonderful. And then as time went on, it started evolving into something else. Okay. I went for the eye candy. I stayed for the education. Yeah. I have gotten so much. I let my FYP give me what I need. Same here. And it is always on point. I could be thinking through something. And boom, the next post that comes up in my FYP is the answer to that question. Whatever confusion that I was having, it is giving me everything that I need. And I just absolutely started loving it. So yeah. for like a year, I just watched. Okay. I, just, I just watched everybody else. I just paid attention. And then um, more and more, it was like, you need to create. You need to create. You need to create. Don't dim your light. Put it out there. Then I started posting, and um, and I've enjoyed the community that I've been building on there, but yeah. I have not been as consistent as I should be. I've been stuck in that 200 range yeah. you know, uh, for, for probably about a year now. But it's still the best platform for me right now yeah i get gr great engagement when i'm posting I've, I've been doing lazy posts where i just post something where it's you know funny uh yeah. 15 seconds or something or um pictures from an event but I, so i haven't really taken the time to nurture it like i should or it would it would really do yeah. even better but I love TikTok. I have so learned I. so much. Same and I feel here. like I have, it was an awakening. Yeah. You know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. Like it woke me up like spiritually, emotionally, mentally. I have gone through a complete metamorphosis from, yeah, and I can attribute it to my time on TikTok. There are so many people that just feed me all kinds of uplifting messages. And it is, it has just completely rewired the way I think. Mm -hmm. um, uh, TikTok need to pay me for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he need to pay for this because I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to get my two cents on it too. I couldn't agree more. I've learned so much about photography, podcasting, and even like just the nerd stuff that I like. You mm -hmm. know, like behind the scenes on certain movies, what's going on. I didn't started retro gaming. Like I have a Super Nintendo collection and learning little tricks of old games that mm -hmm. I didn't know. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, just a prefer. And one thing I love the most is like, and I'm like you, I need to start just posting more, even if it's throwback stuff, old episodes of the podcast right. or some of my old mm -hmm. photography work on a photographer. But the engagement though, yeah, it's like, if I was to drop a video right now, you check your thing in 20 minutes, it's like, damn, hundreds of people done saw it. Right. You know, right. and people are liking, people are engaging, they don't restrict it like the, the other guys, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and yeah, I, and even at night, you know, if I'm bored or something, there's that on TV, I was going on TikTok and just start, just falling down the rabbit yeah, hole and yeah. stuff. And I, I hardly get any eye candy anymore. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I hardly ever do. Every once in a while it'll come on, but it is tailored so so 
on point with what I am mentally and emotionally needing yeah. that I just let it do its thing. Mm, yeah. I know TikTok has been kind of, um, we talked about this in a preview, so they've been trying to censor like the other ones like sexually mm. oriented stuff so if you yeah. eye candy guys if they're showing too much skin or something yeah, yeah. then they're probably you know giving them you know yeah. slaps or something or uh, it's like but yeah and don't get me wrong it hasn't been perfect because yeah. i did i got flagged for a book cover one time on uh, tiktok yeah i did it's been over a year now okay. and then um i commented the water mark, the water symbol. Yeah. Somebody posted something that I thought was hot. Yeah. And I just commented the water, you know, like wet. Yeah. And I got flagged for that. Dang, okay. <laughs> so I'm careful. Um, uh, some of my comments have gotten into, you know, like uh, tens of thousands of likes and yeah. comments. I've noticed that too when I comment on someone else's yeah. uh, video or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But um, from. So it, it has not been perfect. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I've been stuck in that 200 range, but it's still. And now, now that it has turned into like a Google search engine, something mm -hmm. like that, everything is just kind of riddled with ads. Like I'm probably, it used to I, be every too. single post was on point for me. Now it's, it is, I got to skip a bunch of ads first to get to the next thing that's yeah. right on point. It's, it's kind of turned into an overall shop. I was going to get on TikTok shop when it first came, before it even launched, I was invited to be on TikTok shop. Nice. And I went to the, um, one of the, 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 um, the informationals that they have. I, don't, I can't remember what they call it. Yeah. But, um, and I was going to do it and I got tied up with work and so I didn't do it. And now I don't think I will because I feel like people are already tired of having all the ads and and sponsored posts fed to them so much it's uh it used to be where when someone would say man you all need to get this perfume this yeah. did this and this and this for me i'd buy it no questions asked yeah. because i believed them i trusted mm -hmm. them i knew that they really were a fan of this product it used to be i bought so much stuff because <laughs> someone recommended it on tiktok i'm like okay 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 but now it's like you're eligible for commission. You yeah, really are getting paid. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah I'd be real careful with that because I remember one thing I saw. And I think we talked about this in a convention briefly. Back before TikTok on Instagram, there was this thing called flat tummy tea. Yeah. That like all the Instagram <laughs> models were promoting and talking and stuff about yeah. it. Yeah. And then one woman I follow, she just... Um, and she's just a regular, like, just a regular woman and someone in my Star Trek community. And she got it and, you know, made it and everything according to the directions. And, and she said it was so nasty <laughs> and horrible. And then she even forced herself, like, okay, because, you know, there's that old saying, the good stuff for you is nasty and then the bad stuff is, you know, good as far as taste. And she stuck with it and she said it actually bloated her. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Wow, and they I was like, wow, so, yeah, they, they, they got surgeries, yeah, <laughs> and then not don't even get me started because I know people, I know women personally that I've worked with that got work done, and then they're making it seem like they're at the gym all the time right. or they're doing something. It's like <laughs> surgeries are so 
affordable and it's so mm -hmm. common now just yeah. just say hey i got it. my yeah. thing done yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, you look surgery, good yeah whatever do whatever makes you feel good but don't Absolutely. blame it on the damn tea yeah <laughs> <laughs> but if they getting some nice commissions and stuff yeah from it, it's like mm -hmm. it's like buyer beware you know yeah. and, and speaking of surgeries that's mm -hmm. another thing that uh I have you here for you because uh, you got some work done. I uh, did, yeah. Dope. I, I had a tummy tuck. Nice. Now, this was not something that I had ever planned to do. Um, like, I I know what my flaws are. Mm -hmm. um, even right now, I'm looking at, the, you know, I could probably get some blood <laughs> to my chin. But, uh, so, I, I know my flaws better than anybody else. But yeah. I, I embrace them. I accept it. It's like, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I can put some makeup on. I, you know, uh, I, I am a firm believer in people doing whatever it is that makes them Likewise. happy and comfortable in their own skin and confident. Uh, this just kind of knocked on my door. Literally, I knew a doctor who was doing a, a pain study, mm -hmm. and um, they were giving free uh, tick, uh, tummy tucks. And I was like, wow. okay. And um, I, so I found out about it on like a Thursday and I was getting, um, going through all the testing and everything on that Monday. By that Friday, I was signed up. The next week I was having the surgery done. Wow. So uh, November will be a year for me. Okay. And I, I, have, I, I have not shown, you know, anything out, but it really just got rid of my fupa. So okay. I had, I've had two kids and a miscarriage. I think mm. we talked about that yeah. before and I had uh, a hysterectomy. Yeah. So I've had a lot of damage to this area. Um, so like, I, I'm still numb. Like okay, I have yeah. not been able to feel this part since my son, because okay. I, I had an emergency C-section with him. So all the trauma that has happened to my body, I'm a strong, physically strong Hell and mentally yeah. strong woman. I have handled it like a G. But when somebody is like, we gonna take that off, I'm like, hell yeah, this, free, that's this, the this is the first wow. time it's done for me. Like, yeah. everything else was for health reasons because I had fibroid tumors, mm -hmm. or it was because my son was turned, he was 9 pounds, 13 ounces. Oh, wow, And he okay. was turned, um, well, he wasn't, He the, the core was wrapped around his neck. Oh, so step, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so that was a life-saving yeah. uh, measure for him. Of course, yeah. So, but this is the first thing that is for me, for my body to look closer to what I wanted it to look like. Now, I haven't done lipo which i probably should so that this would be you know all the fat would be taken out and i haven't had that done but i do not have a full pie anymore okay i have a new navel okay i really like my old navel i ain't, I ain't gonna lie about that i really, <laughs> I really like my old navel i had any but so my navel is different now but okay. they they basically pulled it down and so i don't have stretch marks I'm, oh, I, wow. I, really, I didn't have much before but whatever was kind of at the bottom has was all pushed down and cut off. Okay. So it, it's really cut from here to here. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking around November. I mean, there's all sorts of things. I could either leave the scar as it is. I could work on it with cocoa butter and some stuff. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Or I could just get a damn tattoo. And, nope. yeah, you know, good, I yeah. got seven or eight of them that I've lost count. Yeah. What's one more? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to just get a tattoo from all the way from here to here, something um, that I've been wanting to have anyway for a while, and that's going to be that. That's that's nice. me celebrating my year of having a tummy tuck. I, I, it wasn't just for free. Like, I actually got paid for it. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That, whoo, man. Right? Kudos to you. But like. listen, I'm tying this back into TikTok, okay? Okay, yeah. 
when I say that my whole mindset shifted and everything, that is not the sort of thing that I ever would have thought would have happened for me, but because my mindset is different about receiving mm -hmm. and about being in my divine feminine energy and stuff like that, that it I am drawing stuff to me like that all the time. Nice. It, it's, yeah. it's just just lands in my lap, and I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for it, too. Mm -hmm. I, you know me, I'm pro-plastic surgery. People do what they want with their body as long as it makes them happy. And the fact that, you know, you got it done for free and got paid got for paid, it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, but you know what's funny is nobody ever asked me about my tummy. You do, you know, you're asking because you knew about it because yeah. I'd, I'd posted about it, mm -hmm. right? Nobody ever asked. They always want to know if my boobs are real. Like, <laughs> I was going to get into that. I was, you know, when I was thinking about this last night, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to segue in. Like, you got any, you got any other work done? I have not. Okay, you I, sure? I am uh, absolutely positive. No, no, Trust me. I, I, this bro is probably like $150. I got Damn. bras that keep this shit sitting up, okay? <laughs> That's it. When If I take the bra off, you'll be like, nah, you ain't had no work done to that. There's and you no got, work You got done. beautiful lips, too. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I, I mean, you, we've known each other for a while, and, yeah, and I know yeah. that you know, you're all natural, but you'd be Again. surprised how many people, especially like, if you know back with the conventions and stuff and we mm -hmm. I post pictures that whether if it's my co-workers or people I know be like damn um your friend Dicey she does the, the erotic novels right and I'm mm -hmm. like yeah okay and she hang out with the porn stars and stuff right and mm -hmm. I'm like yeah and I was like oh, her breast bro she got porn star tits <laughs> and I'm like yes yeah, I'm like no nah. I'm like but and then like but she's so <laughs> tiny she's not like yeah. a BBW like yeah, she's yeah. this small frame and then these, you know, these basketball ass teams. Yeah. I'm like, I said the same thing, but nah, she, she was just abundantly blessed. That's it. Are. That's it. You, you can ask uh, my husband who sees me walk around naked. And he'll, he'll tell you, and ain't no work done on those. <laughs> but even in, uh, I was in Kansas City. I went mm -hmm. back to the blocks. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, that's a reality yeah, show. Yeah. I'm in season eight. That It'll be out probably within the next couple of months or so. Okay. Uh, but I went back for the blocks graduate at the beginning of this this uh, month. This month, yeah. And so it was a much smaller group. Instead of like 75 of us, there was about 16. And we just kind of hung out for about five days in Kansas City. Um, so... Somebody asked me there, there then, like, really? Yeah, and, and she was like, I just want to ask because I had them all out in full display <laughs> for this this thing we were doing. I just uh -huh. did that one day, it was okay. just one day because I knew we you were got doing, any pictures. I want to see this. We, we were doing um, photos and videos for our brands, okay. and I knew that, and so I, I mean, this is spicy dicey, yeah, right? Yeah, like at the comic convention. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is a Davida. Yeah. This is spicy dicey, so yeah. I got to pull them out. <laughs> So I did, and, and she was like, and so there was a full-blown conversation about my boobs. Now, I know some people do lie and say mm -hmm. they haven't had surgery, yeah. and they have, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't begrudge anybody. Do do what you want to do, basically. Yeah. But I have not had any on my boobs. And it's not, and I even thought about it, especially after I got my tummy tuck, mm -hmm. and, um, I, and no fupa, yeah. you know. So I was like, well, what else could I get done? <laughs> I was going to ask that, too. I was, like, I was just worried. Like, are you considering getting anything? Yeah, oh I could actually get these lifted up because my friends that I know that have had breast jobs, like I know a lot of people that have had breast jobs now, yeah. 
they don't have to wear bras. Yeah. Like, it just sits up. And I'm like, there's only certain tops that I can wear. Um, so, for instance, this is a T-strap, a right? Okay. But because I got to have my bra on with it to keep these jokers up, <laughs> I, ha I pulled this on. Gotcha. I okay. put this over it so that uh, I can yeah. wear the T-strap. Now, if I went and got the boob job and got my shit lifted, uh, actually, um, the plastic surgeon that, that that did my fupa, they they mentioned I should get a reduction. So I, <laughs> I, I would get a reduction and then a lift. You know, I would get a reduction. So if, if I was to get that, then I could wear this this yeah. without a, a yeah without a bra. And so it is kind of I can see why people keep going back under the knife. You know, because after a it while it's like a little addictive, and you like yeah. the results. Yeah, like yeah. What people are saying. And yeah. More confidence, and because mm -hmm. I mean. Hell, I was talking to Blue just the other day because Blue, a couple years ago, she got lipo 360 mm -hmm. and a tummy tuck. And she looks beautiful. Yeah, she, yeah. she does. Mm -hmm. And she's been working out, you know, posts yeah, and everything yeah. and eating right, even with these movie sets. And um, we were talking the other day, and I mean, and you know me, I'm, I'm just a smart ass. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, if you run into a lot of money, and she was like, the first thing I'm going to do, get a house, whatever, whatever, and pay mm -hmm. off debt. And I'm like, you know, on that list, she's probably going to go back and get some more work done. She was like, you damn right, I'm going to get lipo. And I'm like, no, you don't need lipo. I was like, let me get you to one of my bodybuilder friends, and you just need a, you just need a, a, a stronger workout regimen, mm -hmm. and it'll knock that out. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, yeah, that's just me being silly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does, yeah, yeah, because that is what I was thinking. Like, well, what should I get done next? What should I get done next? And, I'm you here know, for it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it because I guess there it comes a point where you realize that you there's something out there that can make you look any way that you want to look. Mm -hmm. Now my fear is is that I, I know a lot of people a lot of people that have gotten boob jobs they usually say that it either overshot the mark like they got them too big mm -hmm. or yeah, you know it too, don't yeah. it, they stick up they stand out too much yeah. or whatever. It's because I haven't seen people really be 100% satisfied with whatever has happened. Mm. So, like, what if I got my chin done? Because uh, I'm, I'm going through the, the other changes in life. Gotcha, okay. So my skin, my, my, um, my I don't have as defined a, a jawline anymore. And these are the things that... Um, but you still look damn good, though. Thank you. Like, thank, you're you thank you. That historically make you look more beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, having a more defined jawline. So, yeah. But now there's something for that. Like, yeah. I could, there's like three or four different procedures that oh, will yeah. tackle just this. And so you realize. Yeah, some of you get done on Friday and be back to work Monday <laughs> right? and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when you start realizing that, like, when you look in the mirror, you could actually make yourself look any way you want. But would I really be happy with it? Or, you know, would oh, I be like, it didn't turn out as well? as I'd want and I got to go back again or you know and then also because I seem to be prone to numbness mm -hmm. like if there you know I, I was saying somebody popped up in my feed and it's probably because I was saying there's no telling what's going to be on my feed now because of this conversation <laughs> yeah, my listening. phone listens <laughs> yes but because I was talking about this to somebody else a facelift popped up in my feed and this woman was talking about how her face was still numb. Now she was okay with it because okay. she said she looks the way she wanted to look, but okay. the face is numb. And so I was like, man, that'd be me. I'd be, I'd end up with a numb face too. <laughs> so I mean, if you're happy with the results though, then it's yeah. like, 
uh, you know, and then, you know, who knows what the percentage is, you know, yeah. maybe she, unfortunately, that 1% was her as far as, you know, mm -hmm. numbness or whatever versus however many people a year, you know, get that done. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I was I, reading in the comments, and there was a lot of people up there saying that. Oh, wow, okay. To. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's what made me think, oh, okay, well, that would probably be, be my reality. i tell you what, I'm not to the point yet that it's that big a deal. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that that's because, you know, my, next week I'll be 49. So 49 Happy in my prime. Birthday. Thank you. You're 49 welcome. in my prime. Hey, you, don't look that's the my day, you look younger than I do, and I'll thank be 40 you. in October. Thank you. Thank if you. I didn't know you and saw you on the street or something, I'd be like, she good, 32. She good. Good, that's what I love to hear. Like, yeah. So I can't say that when I turn 55 that I won't be like, you know what? Give me that ponytail lift. Yeah. <laughs> Pull my whole fucking face up, okay? But, you know, in, in another few years, yeah. I might be there. But yeah. as of right now, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And I know people are going to ask this. So get it out. And you and said this multiple times across social media. What are your measurements? Oh, I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew that was next. I am a 36J. I Damn. only shop at um, Top Drawer. Okay. So Top Drawer pay me. Uh, <laughs> top Drawer over here in, um, what's this shop? It's Uptown. Okay. So okay. for years, I go in there. You go in there. Like off of Post Oakish? Right? Yes. Okay, po yes. Okay, you Post Oakish. You go in the Uptown, mm -hmm. and there's the, the, um, the shop is over there. I go in. They've always fit me. So I don't know if I would be a 36J with another company, but gotcha. I know that's what I am there. Yeah. And they fit me. And um, and it, it, I, when I first started going there, I was an H. Okay. And then I, and then a J. <laughs> <laughs> you like the Incredible Hulk with titties. Yeah. I'm sorry. This was after, after my daughter, I was an H. Okay. And so after my son, a J. Wow. And and so and it, but the last few times that I've gone there, that's what it's been. So I usually go in there and I get maybe four or five bras, um, and just wear how much them. you run? They they run because like you said, that one is like what hundred. This one, before? this one that I have on was about one fifty. I love Ooh. to get them when they're on sale. Of and course. They, and <laughs> <laughs> I like deals. For one, yeah. Michael, cool I, I usually the lowest that I that I usually end up paying is somewhere around seventy five or sixty nine. Maybe okay. sixty nine. That's a big jump, like difference that. from yeah. one hundred yeah. and fifty. Yeah. And almost uh, two hundred. But it's worth it. Yeah. Talking about being about it being worth it. Yeah. That's worth I mean, it. given because again, you're not a big girl, so the support and everything yes. and yes. and all that. Yeah. That that's in the 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 help it does with your shoulders and back. Yeah. It's got to be wonders. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, and then, no uh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. All right. And that leads me into something else. I remember you did a TikTok post a while back talking about how, um, like in your profession with you being an attorney, sometimes people come at you stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, can, you think that's because of the, just because you're a woman or because you're a beautiful, shapely, voluptuous woman or just assholes in general? Like, can you elaborate on mm -hmm. that, that post you did on TikTok? Mm-hmm. It's all of the above. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, in that particular situation, mm -hmm. more than anything, I think it was just strategic. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, people, I am, you know, if we're talking stats, okay. I there's not a large, I am not a part of a large statistical group. In True. terms of being a black female lawyer in Texas, mm, or yeah. period, yeah, or, you yeah. know, so I'm not a part of a large statistical group, 
And so usually most of the time when I'm going in the court or something, I might be the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then, so I, I deal with a lot of men sometimes, uh, like say older white men, it'll be like, I'm in my 45 years of practicing law. We ain't up. And I'm like, what's that got to do with me though? <laughs> This is 2023, <laughs> and this is how we're doing it today. Yeah. You know? Um, but it's it's just, I don't, well, when I go to the metal show, I'm going to be usually the only black female. Yeah. Some Most of the time. Mm-hmm. There, there's some others sprinkled in there. Yeah. When I go to um, an author convention, how many other black female authors did you see there? Man, we, we just did the Fright Fest the last month in August. You were the only one. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I mean. Usually, I about, yeah. wherever I go, I'm going to be one of the onlys. Mm-hmm. I say one of the onlys, you know, because I don't want to miss. I'm sure there's one or two others. But yeah. most of the time, it's just me anyway. Yeah. So that's my reality. I'm good with that. I'm used to that. And I know you because I've had to go into your world all along. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to look like me. I know you. Yeah. I study y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so I'm used to dealing with all kinds of different personalities, all kinds of snubs, all kinds of, you know, um, I'm not I'm not worried. Um, this is just a, a reality for me and I deal with it. Now, and, so you got to deal with that. Like, yeah. You know, you you did your time in law school. You're accomplished. You got degrees out the ass. I mean, just because you are female and the fact that, you know, and not to go back to like breast or anything, but the fact that you're voluptuous and like certain, I'm sure it's kind of hard for you to find like suits and dressy casual <laughs> kind of clothes. And then walk in, it's like, oh, is she, is she really past the bar? Is she a bimbo? You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what the fuck, you know? Like, but it's all right. You know, I will also say that I use it to my advantage mm-hmm. sometimes. Too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. How so? Yeah, because uh, because sometimes you can be very underestimated. Mm. And if people aren't expecting you to know what you're doing, <laughs> then you can use that to yeah. your advantage. That's true. So you play dumb, play like, hmm, and then boom, hit them with the one, two, and it's too late. Because you, you caught, they caught you, you caught yeah. them slipping. Because yeah. they were expecting one thing and they got another. So it's not all bad. Plus, um, uh, you know, there is pretty privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes people will do for you just because they find you attractive. I have, that has worked in my favor sometimes. I, I'm, I, as a man, <laughs> I'm guilty of that. Me and a buddy yeah. of mine in a previous episode, we both work in retail. And I'm like, God forgive me, but it's like if an old customer comes, oh, where's the peanut butter? I'm like, I'll eat. <laughs> But then someone like you walk in, where's the peanut butter? Oh, let me walk you to the peanut butter. Exactly. We have Jiffy. We have great value. We have this. We have that. I'll take it home for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens everywhere I go. So, I, you know, you, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Now, in that particular instance, when I posted that, though, in hindsight, I think it was more strategic. They were mm-hmm. really trying to get the client to um, to shake them. To shake, oh, okay. To shake their beliefs, to get them... Um, to starting to doubt me and all that. Oh, what did, did they really believe that? Did they really think that it was something that, like, I didn't know what I was doing? I'm, I'm not, a, I don't believe that. Yeah. Like, at the core, I think it was more of if we can get them to think less of her or to be concerned that she doesn't know what she's doing, then, then that could be something that can get them to do what we want them to do. Gotcha. That was probably more a strategic thing, but it backfired. Good. I'm glad it backfired because the client came to me and told me about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I love that's it. how I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, 
But, I mean, where I am now mentally is like life is just meant to be enjoyed. And, and it's an experience and it's, an, it's a journey. So every day is a journey. That was just another, uh, just another part of the journey. Uh, yeah, another part of the journey. And to give you an example is I'm talking about it. So it's a story. Yeah. So it's something that added character to my yeah. to my life, to my story, and it's something I could talk about, you know? And it's something in this day and age that people need to hear that, you know, black women in professional jobs, whether it's attorneys, you know, police officers, uh, whatever, get judged and treated like crap sometimes and that and it shouldn't be that way it's bad enough you y'all don't get equal pay right you know? and it's like damn you ain't gonna give them equal pay at least treat them with some respect and decorum right, right, you know right. like yeah. damn but that's and yeah and that's where i think it all kind of balances out so yeah go show me where the bathroom is in the store since i don't get paid as much as you do as a man you know yes go, uh, open the door for me yeah 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 for real, wow! Uh, you give me gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> let's make up for. Let's use the patriarchy to our advantage, since I get paid less than the, than a male that would be doing the same thing. Then that means that um, I'm I'm open and accepting of all these gifts <laughs> that you were to give and to open the door and to yeah to take care of the the dinner bill, all that. Yeah. Hell yeah! Nah, <laughs> I'm I'm down for it. I'm really down for it. And can you tell us anything about the reality show? Or you have like mm -hmm. an NDA thing. What can you tell us about the reality oh, show? Oh, yeah. I okay. I can tell you about it. Um, so, uh, well, uh, my season hasn't aired yet. Okay. Uh, I've been waiting for that. Yeah. I know when it's a dead, you're going to promote the hell out of it. And I'll, oh, sure. I'll be tuned in. Uh, I don't know how much screen time I'll get, you know. Okay. But um, I, I, I went and I was me. Okay. So it was in February is when we were filming my season, but the blocks in general is like a um, an entrepreneurial incubator. So okay. Weston Bergman, I don't know if you know him. If if you watch if you watch uh, the challenge, I've never watched that, never but watched he's that. He, okay. He's really big in the reality show world. People okay. recognize him and know him. He's a very uh, charismatic fellow. He's uh, I mean he's won a lot. Okay. And I think he's currently actually on the, the like the, the the new season that's currently airing. I think he's on that. Okay. At, at some point I do plan to watch it. But so people know him from that show. I know him as the person who is the brain child, the the mind behind this this um, the blocks corporation and it's to make us as entrepreneurs be the best we could be in gotcha. our businesses. So we have a bunch of serious people about their businesses, you know, that I've been doing Dicey Grinner books all these years. Yeah. Last year, I got serious about making it Spicy Dicey Productions. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yes. So from that, this door opened. And so this was a way for me to actually get into the mind frame of being serious about Spicy Dicey Productions. Spicy Dicey Productions, it does encompass Dicey Grinner books. So I do still put out books mm -hmm. and, and podcasts, uh, but, uh, well, let me go back. I do still put out the books, but it is to it is for the purpose of putting out erotic sci-fi fantasy horror books, podcasts, and eventually TV and film, you gotcha. know, so it's Hell more yeah. media and entertainment. Yeah. So I, because I wanted to branch into doing, um, to producing films and TV shows. Dope. 
So that, that was the, the objective. And this was a way for me to kind of hone in on how to make that happen. So it's, you go in, there's some intense learning sessions. There is the, it's a competition base, but it's not dramatic. It's not drama. It's, it's educational. Like you can go online and watch seasons one through, and I think they're in the seventh season now showing. So you can go and watch through up to where they are with season seven right now and learn a whole lot, even, you know, for your business. Yes. Any business they have. Um, a, a diverse set of businesses and, and inclusive. We had someone that was blind on our season. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. And um, when we were there for um, for the Blocks graduate, when I was there with the 16 of us earlier this month, we had someone there that was in a wheelchair. Okay. So it, we are inclusive. Okay. Yes, but it is all about how can you take your business from here to here? Gotcha. How can you get momentum and soar. So nice. there we're learning how to do it. And uh, so when my season comes out, you know, obviously I'll talk about it and everything. Last night we interviewed someone on the Sex and Horror podcast that I have with Chantel Renee. Mm-hmm. We interviewed um, Dr. Valentina, who is someone that I met when I was there earlier this month for the graduate um for the blocks graduate and she is um she's russian okay in florida and she has a physical therapist um uh practice practice yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm losing my wife come on come on pick that energy up right here. yeah pick it up so we interviewed her but she was in season 11 Okay. So that's how far out wow, they have okay. already shot. Yeah. 40, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wake up. Wake up, guys. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> All right. What's the next question? No. And speaking of your podcast, which I love, and I want everybody out there to go check out the Sex and Horror podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcast from. Um, and like I was telling you off air. You know, if it wouldn't be for y'all two, I would not be a fan of the boys and the uh, whole genre okay. of the boys. Mm-hmm. Like, listening to y'all talk and review movies and TV and fuck porn stars <laughs> and shit. You know, y'all go in. Yeah. So, what, what made you even just want to start a, a podcast to begin with? How, how did Sex and Horror even come about? Oh, well, you know, I mean, that's kind of what I write a lot of anyway. Mm-hmm. I mix eroticism with horror and um, with my um, Narcoleptic Vampire series, it's because there's vampires and creatures that go bump in the night. Some of the books are more horror, some of them are more sci-fi, some of them are more fantasy, but I, I always throw in a heavy dose of eroticism. Yeah. So Chantel, she's been writing horror for a while. And uh, so we, we had a sit down. I had her as a guest on my metal show. Yeah. And from there we were talking and I had already been considering doing a podcast. And so when we sat down and we talked and, and she mentioned, let's do a horror podcast. And I was like, how about let's do a sex and horror <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that way we can keep it spicy. Uh, and, and then it's not just another horror yeah. movie review or you have a little bit like more that. to talk yeah, about what movie yeah. going to other stuff mm-hmm. makes we sense. can mix it up mix it up a little bit add some spice and variety and so we're in our fifth season now congrats mm, dope yeah. and the boys the boys is a show that we talk well we talk about all kinds of stuff but another one that we talked about really heavily 
that we wanted to try to get a lot of people watching was um, uh, it was on Max uh-huh. and you know HBO Max. Yeah. It, it been going through a name change. <laughs> like what the hell is that it? whole company <laughs> Warner Brothers HBO. DC is just all fucked up yeah, right yeah. now, right? Just give me the show. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what you put it on. Just, just, just release it on YouTube. I don't care. Basically, but, yeah. But the show is uh, based on the the uh, the stories of Bruce Bruce Lee. Okay. Warrior. Okay, I think so, I may have saw a commercial or something about that. Okay. okay, now Warrior, when there's there's some shows that we absolutely love, and we know we need more people watching this because yeah. this is just great, and I just love okay, Warrior I'll check that so one much. Out. So we talk about that, and it's on one of those. It was Cinemax, and then Cinemax went bye bye, and yeah. so then HBO took it over and became Max, and so you know wherever it is on there now, I just hope that there it's still okay. Yeah, it should be because I think HBO owns Cinemax, so it should be on Max now. Um, with that, okay, I'm gonna check that out because mm-hmm. y'all give some uh, some dope reviews. I, I, thank you. Uh, and actually, I, I gotta thank you again. I wouldn't have gone to podcasting if it wasn't for y'all because. At the beginning of each episode, you do the message about getting on Anchor. Yeah. And I had been talking to some friends that I work with at one of my old jobs about doing the podcast because our conversations at work or outside of work would be so dope. And I'm like, I don't know the first fucking thing. And then I'm with you. I was like, let me check this Anchor thing out. Dicey talks about plugs in at the beginning of each episode. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's like the main distributor for podcasts. And I was like, Okay, cool. And then when the lockdown happened and me and Helen thinking of, of things to do and then the rest is born. So I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. Oh, <laughs> so well, thank awesome, you. Awesome. <laughs> Part of why I, I do what I do and um, I remain transparent in everything is that I do want to inspire people mm-hmm. to live their best dreams and live their best life and enjoy their journey yeah. on this earth also. So thank you first for listening to our podcast. Ah, no thank problem. you to whomever was listening um, to this podcast and our podcast. But um, and I'm glad that you took the initiative to do something that you enjoy doing. And so uh, that it's good to to know. I put it this way. Okay. Sometimes you think you're just doing stuff into the abyss. Mm-hmm. You're just putting it out there, and you don't know if anybody's listening or not. Yep. But now, more and more, when we go places, people are like, hey, I listen to your podcast. Hey, I listen to your podcast. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, all right. Yes. Yes. So we're we going to cut up to ourselves anyway, yeah. between ourselves. But it's so great knowing that there's other people that's actually listening and that we are making an impact because – well, that's one more person that watches the boys yeah. and Warrior, and so that's more people that can keep their jobs. You know yeah. how this yeah. works. Like you need these trend, these things to be trending. If there's if there's nobody listening and watching those things, then they're gonna stop doing them. Yeah, they're so gonna we're cancel. all feeding yeah. on each other. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's a, we're all in sync. We're all synchronized, and we are we're all like collectively looking after each other and passing it on. We're all on this journey together, and we're all. Yeah a part of this energy. So energetically, we are feeding each other. So us talking about that show, you go watch the show, you start your podcast, other people are going to watch or listen to what you talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that. Can I tell you, like, I really wasn't going to go to Comet Palooza this year, but then when they said Anthony Starr, that's Homeland, I was Uh like, oh, 
take my money now. That's you my would. boy. He was so misunderstood. Like, especially I went back at, recently. I watched the um the animated version that came out a while ago, uh -huh. Diabolical. Like, Homelander is really fucked up because. He was, you know, he was a laboratory all his life. He didn't yeah. have a family and a dad and going to school. And so, Homelander, uh -uh. you know, you know, started, I mean, he was born in the lab. They did all these tests and experiments on him. Sorry, guys, but I'm spoiling it for people who haven't watched The Boys. I'm sorry. I, I, that's one of my, it's right up there with me with Star Trek. Like, anybody knows me, you know, I'm a diehard Trekkie. Okay. That was Star Trek, DC stuff, and The Boys. Okay. But, you all know, right. so it's like, I have, I mean, is Homelander fucked up? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I kind of have a little sympathy because it's like he, he didn't have a normal upbringing. He was a, a lab experiment, you know, and. You know what? I, I hate <laughs> Homelander. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I usually love villains. Homelander is one that is a complete nut. He <laughs> yeah. is a nut, but I will tell you what, I love that. He makes me laugh, though. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he is always doing some fuck shit. So I love that. And, you know, to me, and it's such a small thing, the most fucked up thing I've ever seen him did so far in the series was this past season. Have you are you caught up on it, by the way? Oh, I yeah. Okay. I think it was the last episode of the, the season that just ended, and it was Homelander, Ashley, Deep, and A-Train were in the, were in the room. They had a little meeting. And Homelander made ham Homelander knew Ashley pulled her hair, and that was a wig. And he was like, "Pull it off." And she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, "Bitch, do it." And she took off that wig. And I was like, "Why you gotta do it like that, bro?" And then Deep and A Train are like, "What the fuck kind of stress?" And I'm like, "Homelander, that was uncalled for, yeah. bro." Homelander, like you, you didn't have to do that to that girl like that. <laughs> Completely unhinged, but I'll tell you the reason why I don't like him is because mm -hmm. I cannot find any redemption. There is not one redeeming quality about him to me. Nah, not really. Nah. I cannot find anything. In most villains, there's something that I yeah. can identify with or make sense to me. He is just. Or there's like a means to their end. Yeah, you know? he is just terrible to the core. Yeah, nah, that's that that's part, yeah. He 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 is. That but part where I, he he he. <laughs> That part where he was on the roof and he he hit his son. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. When the house, was, yeah, he went to the house. He just pushed it and just falls flat on his face on the fucking grass. So don't get me wrong, I am hollering like he is a character. So I enjoy watching him, but I cannot stand him. <laughs> Anthony Starr is so fucking nice. Like yeah, we yeah. were laughing and chopping it up, and I'm like, dude, I was like, you, you know, certain people in Hollywood, I think are born to play certain roles. Like, I couldn't see nobody else doing John Wick than Keanu. Mm, you know? Okay. I think Anthony Starr playing Homelander, that that was meant for him. You know? Okay, okay. Uh, you know, he, he's a ter terrific cat. Um, yeah, what a, what a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Thanos, and he was wiping 50% of the people off. But like you said, though, Thanos had a purpose. Like, yeah. you know, the whole, there's not enough for everybody to eat. People, you know, worlds are struggling with food people. and overpopulation. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, he had a point. No, he yeah. did. He really did. Homelander is just—he is. Fuck just, it! I'm the most powerful. Be I'm going to do what I want to do. He is the yeah. most powerful, and who was going to stop him? His I'm, dad tried. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Is, is that you know what the, the lady that played Aaron Moriarty that plays uh, Starlight? Mm-hmm. I was talking to her at Comic Palooza, and I'm and Tim was with me, and I was I said something like Team Homelander or something, and she looked at me weird, and she was like, "Oh, well, if you Team Homelander, I'm gonna say you probably ain't gonna like this season." And I'm like, "What? what? You all are oh, nah." She's like, "I'm gonna leave it that," and I'm well, like, "Oh what? shit!" It's about time. It's about, <laughs> oh, it's nah. about time for him to get his. Well, this is what the fourth season. Coming yeah, out? fourth season. Yeah, it is about time for him oh, to get his. Hell nah. He has been wrecking havoc, <laughs> havoc for three seasons. I think he just needs to be a normal guy. He just needs to go out to like a baseball game. He he didn't have a normal life. So he of course won't do he, right. He won't do right for nothing. Did you like it, Brightburn? Yeah, I have not seen that one yet, but I, I have it I have it saved on my laptop. I need to watch okay. watch that. Well that's one. A, that's another making of of a super powerful Okay. Um superhero that's bad okay okay <laughs> but i just yeah, saw I, I, I mentioned brightburn because i just saw like a day or so ago that they are going to come out with a part two oh many years ago now but yeah. it's going to be written by ai whoa and you know with all the strikes that's going on it's just interesting to see i've been paying attention and watching to see what evolves with all this Wow. I'm very curious to see what's what the next step is and what's happening. All right. So speaking of Hollywood, what are your thoughts on the writer's strike? Mm. Well, now it's just a whole Hollywood strike because the <laughs> actors in, is, are involved with it now, too. Yeah, the actors, SAG-AFRA and, um, and WGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to share them all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to. I am an independent producer, mm-hmm. so I can pretty much, you know, do whatever. In terms of the strikes, it's very, very interesting. Um, for me, I just want to watch and see what happens. I want to see where we go from here because it's like Hollywood has imploded. Yeah. What happens next? What happens now? Now, in watching, there are a few things that um, that I find very interesting. Like, uh, for for in- for instance, I'm not in WGA. Okay. But if I were to take a job with one of the signatories or whatever as a writer during the strike, then I'd be considered a scab. Yeah. And so I would never be able to be in the WGA union later. Oh, why? No, yeah. that's, that's, wow. that's how they that's how that works, which. OK, so the union is working for everybody that is that is in the union. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's providing protections. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I think I think unions are great. That's yeah, that's here. great. And I, I do believe that if they're doing the work, they should be paid for it. Mm-hmm. And. But as it relates to me, someone who is not in WGA, it's 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 an interest, interesting place to be where you also can't get one of the jobs while they're striking. Because if someone calls you up and say, hey, you're a writer, can you come and help us with XYZ yeah. project? And yeah. you're like, mm-hmm. But you're demeaning their efforts by doing that. But in my mind, I also remember I also remember how hard it is to get in. Yeah. And there's like I remember this writer, I'm not going to say her name, but okay. she she writes on very popular TV shows. 
And um, we had did like a virtual coffee during the pandemic. Okay. So I, I'm very blessed that she took the time to have that 30 minute coffee with me. I met nice. with a few of them during the pandemic because they were all kind of bored and looking for things to do. And yeah. that was their way of giving back. But when they went back to the writer's room, we don't hear from them no more. <laughs> yeah. They got their jobs back, you know. The, uh, they went back to the writer's room. This pandemic didn't shut down production anymore. And so it was kind of like, well, bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> so, but I remember something she said. And she said it's, it's easier for someone to get in the NBA, to play for the NBA, than it is to become a writer in one of these writer's rooms. Damn. And if you look at odds like that, <laughs> that's crushing. Like, yeah, you know, if if those are the odds, if if I really wanted to write on Warrior, and I'm gonna just mention Warrior yeah. because we were just talking about. Oh, how about I do an interview with a vampire? Okay, interview with a vampire. Yeah, vampires up your alley. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. It's an it's another TV show. Mm -hmm. They redid Anne Rice's. She did give it her blessing before she passed, but uh, it's a a show recently like within the last few days they reported that it has been picked up by eight uh by uh bbc okay so great. it's going to go from amc to bbc and i'm looking forward to that I'm yeah that BBC. should be good yeah. yeah uh but let's just say that i wanted to write on it when it was here amc and um i couldn't never get in i couldn't do it yeah because they've gotten their writers and you go on strike and then I'm able to do it, but I can't because then I would never be able to be in it, but I probably wouldn't ever be able to be in it anyway. Yeah. Wow. That's, <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I got, I got you. It's, yeah, that, wow. So for, for it's so a double-edged sword. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it, so it really only, the strikes are really for only certain people, it feels. Yeah. And it only benefits certain people, it seems. So... That's all I'm going to say on that. I'm just sitting back watching. I'm really curious. There are other ways that I could do my production company. Yeah. I have been like uh, trying to assist other people with their mo their movies. I give Ooh. donations or whatever. And usually, anytime I give people money, they usually disappear. That sucks. <laughs> they disappear. And, and while we're on it, just within the last few months, the last few weeks, there's been three people, like, we're connected on Instagram. Um, I donated money to them, and they all recently just unfollowed me on Instagram. <laughs> wow, that's fucked up, man. What the fuck? The last one I thought was real funny. So, one, I had given her something for her birthday. Like, during the pandemic, she was talking about, um, you know, anyway. So, yeah. hey, surprise. Then there was another, she was just talking about how she was about to lose her place. So, hey, here's some money. And then there was one that actually, I, we <laughs> gassed up her car, took her grocery shopping, you know, all that. Yeah. And then I guess she was like, you know, I don't want to be friends anymore. Okay, well, bye, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. That's fucked but up. People do that shit. It's okay. Um, but it's been the same way whenever there's someone producing a film and I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, I'll donate, you know, towards that. And then I never hear from them again. If, if, if I try to back a Kickstarter, I'll pay the money for that. And I never get the t-shirt or anything that they say they're going to uh. do. So I'm, I'm going to do though, I'm going to do things differently yeah. in that regards. 
Absolutely. Um, now, don't don't get me wrong. If I give something, I'm not looking for it back. I'm gonna get it back anyway. That's yeah. a, that's a principle of the universe. Yeah. You give, you're gonna receive. I'm not worried about that. But it does tell me that. Oh, okay. Well, you're someone that I'm not gonna continue to pour into. You're that someone yeah. that wants. There is a red carpet. I'm gonna be like, who? What? <laughs> I I don't remember that person. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some people that, like, I would I would typically not want to come in person for a podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's ish. You know what I mean? You appreciate that. someone that is there. Like, yeah. over the time, you have showed up. You came out there to the Houston Horror Film Festival. You've come up to events for years. You buy the books. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I try to, to spread the, the word. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to continue to pour into you, too. Thank you. And, and, and I, I don't see what's so hard about if you know somebody that's doing something, and especially if you like it, you support it. Like, I like to read. I like books. I like science fiction. Why not support it? You know, mm -hmm. if, if I can... You know, if I'm not at work or have some prior engagement, okay, you're going to be at such and such a convention. I'm going. You know, what else the fuck am I going to do? Sit on watch more TV? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I'm going to get out and go, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, like when you do the, um, the, the virtual reading thing, you know, hey, I get off from work in time. Okay, mm. I'm going to log in and, and listen, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, why I don't see what's so what's so hard about that. It's not rocket science, you yeah, know. Yeah. If we can all be more supportive like that, this would be a better place for for everybody, yeah. you know. So I, I mean, I didn't want to get us too yeah. far into the rant part because I know mm -hmm. we we did that before yeah. the last time. I went into a bunch of rants. So I didn't. Mean, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. I guess what what I'm saying is in terms of giving towards projects mm -hmm. like i could either do my own project during these strikes yeah you know i can i can hire film crew yeah. hire actors you know that aren't um sag yeah you know, blue's or, always on standby right i already got some scripts yeah. written you know i could go ahead and get it all done and do it myself i can bring in a director i can yeah. do all that or I could look for other projects, get in on them, donate money that way, and then get a, maybe an executive producer or producer yeah. credit or co-producer or whatever. You know, th so there's so many different things that I could do during this period. So that's why I'm kind of in a, I want to see what's happening yeah. in Hollywood. It's, I want to see where this is going. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. I, I've been keeping an eye on it myself, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm just wild. Like with you, you dropping that bombshell on me that, uh, AI is getting ready to write a fucking movie. Get out of here! That's what they said. And yeah. that was the whole. That's one of the whole reasons of the strike is yeah, that they're yeah. the concerned about AI. And you know, I guess the studios are saying, "Okay, fuck you. We're gonna yeah. get ChatGPT to do it or whatever." Yeah. Holy so, cow! And in this, I kind of get it both sides. I yeah. kind of understand what's happening here. If you can make a whole lot of money without paying a lot of people, I mean, that's kind of all. Industry. That's capitalism. That's, yeah, that's, that's profit. Capitalism. That's business. That's business one on one. Minimize your costs, maximize your profits. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're making a killing from it, and I understand that the writers and the actors have been struggling. I get that. Yeah. And so I don't want to see anybody struggle. That's why I've been Me donating neither. money to people. Mm -hmm. You know. I've been doing well, so here, here, yeah. let me break you off. Let me break you off. I feel like there, that is a general principle. If I have it, I can help someone else, although I'm not, I won't be helping them anymore. But of anyway, course. so uh, when you have 
when you have all these people that are struggling and you see all these people making billions off of stuff and they could share it with them, I understand the frustration. I get it. But I also understand that this is our capitalism, our capitalistic society. Yeah. This is how it's done. This is why so much stuff is being outsourced mm -hmm. overseas because you can get the labor for cheaper. Yep. Now, you may not like the sweatshops, but it also provides income in their in their country, yeah. in their area that is still providing um, a job for them that they wouldn't actually that, have true, if yeah. you didn't outsource it. So, you know, that whole interconnection thing that I was talking about before. Yeah. So you uh, even like when we go to these other countries, people are saying that they're so mad that we're driving up the industries. I mean, we're driving up the, the, um, the price of everything over there because we go over there with our U.S. dollars and we're spending. And, but, you know, the money is still filtering into those communities, too. Yeah. It's still filtering it in. So you got you got to look at the good and the bad. Right. I personally believe that AI is the future. Like, yeah, we cannot continue to fight it. You cannot fight it. You have to figure out a way to use it for you, to use it to your benefit. Yeah. Because I got a, I got a, a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> This this round <laughs> when the room goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> runs around without me having to do anything. Yeah. So it used to be that I had to push and use my time to vacuum, and now I got a robot that yep. goes around and vacuums for me. And everything that we do, we try to figure out the easiest and shortest way to get it done. Absolutely. So this is just another aspect of that. AI is not new. It's been around for the longest. You know, it it's just now that it's affecting our industries. Yeah. You need to figure out how to use it. And adapt. You figure out how adapt. Yeah. Or you can go the way of Blockbuster mm. or you can get on board mm. and figure out how to beat Netflix at their game. Continue yep. to try to do what the Netflix toys are is us doing. Too. doing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like to adapt. Same and I, here. I'm forward thinking and I'm trying to figure out how to use AI to my benefit. I have toyed with some stuff, and I know as of how it is right now, it is not replacing anything yeah. because you still need someone to go in to make it make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I did, you know, you could do like list me some 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 uh, some TikTok content ideas for mm -hmm. the week, and it can spit you out some stuff. Yeah. And you can reward it or whatever. But when it comes to originating content, write me a story for whatever, whatever. It is not a good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is not create. The I try to use it sometimes for like social media yeah, posts. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, no, 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 it, it doesn't does not seem, work. No. Yeah. So it is, it still needs a human person to yeah. come in and make it flow, to make it make sense, to add the correct prompts and reprompts and reprompts. Figure out how to use that shit. Make you, help you to be more efficient, help you to create things faster. But don't just say, oh, we don't need that. Because once upon a time, we had a, a watch, we had a clock on the wall, we had, um, yeah. we had uh, an alarm, yeah. we had a computer, we had 10 different things to do with our one telephone. Oh, yeah, we had we'll a do CD now. player, yeah. watch, um, cell phone and now oh and separate i used to have a disposable camera on me when i was in high school and now we got all of oh, that in the palm of our hand smartphone and yes. yeah so let technology <laughs> te let technology work for you figure out how it can make your life better and easier don't I dismiss agree. it 
So I, I do want them to figure out a way to get with the writers and the actors and come up with some, so they can, you know, come up with some, um, something that everybody can agree on. Agree, yeah. Um, maybe, or maybe not. Like, I don't care. Like, what, what stake in Hollywood do I have? <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> to be honest. But, I mean, for, I would say for the content that I really enjoy that I want to see more of, like, I was really excited because I heard there was going to be a, re uh, a reboot of Spartacus. I don't want to say reboot. There was going to yeah, reboot. Yeah. No, it was a coming back. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, Stephen DeKnight uh, is a fantastic writer and, and showrunner and creator that I, that, from what I know, like I don't yeah. know him personally, but knowing what I've seen of him online and, uh, and his work. So I was so fucking looking forward to Spartacus. I named my dog Spartacus. Spartacus, yeah. <laughs> sure Spartacus is like one of my top <laughs> shows of all time. So when I heard it was coming back, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I was freaking out. So I need them to get an agreement together so that we can go home, go ahead and, and get this show on the road. Or, or I need them to figure out how to do their stuff independently like what I yeah, need to do. That's an option too, yep. yeah. Not nah, nah, good point. And what do you have planned for the rest of the year? Okay, for the rest Your of the future year. Plans. Did I talk too much about that strike thing? No, 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 that's good. No, because a lot of people <laughs> want to know when you know, you got connections and stuff. You've had actors and stuff and creatives on your podcast. So people will want to know. Yeah, I Hell, I, I, I love the year insight on it. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I am I am curious though. I'm I'm in a wait and see mode. Right yeah. Now. So what do I have coming up for the remainder of the year? For October, I'm doing another Houston Horror Film Festival event. It's a pop up market okay. that's going to be at the Wildcatter Saloon on October 28th. Okay. I believe. Just in time for Halloween. Okay. Yeah, and so I have one more shot this year at getting <laughs> getting <laughs> in print. My latest, the demonic, uh, demented dimensions. You remember because okay. it's supposed yeah, to be in yeah. print. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I had June events, July events, August and September <laughs> events, and it still wasn't in print. So I have one more shot this year to have that ready and available for people who want to check out what I've put out lately. Okay. I have put out. Um, I keep picking my this. I have um, submitted a short story on Lilith. I think it's. Uh, Lilith's, Lilith's Rise to Power is a nice. short story that I wrote for uh, L Lisa Vasquez has um, is her last name Vasquez or Gonzalez? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> her publication is Stitch Smiles and I think she also uh, is it Stitch Smiles or Unsaintly? One of those. Okay. But she's putting out an anthology and I wrote a short for that one. So that should be out sometime in October or or later. I know she's she uh, she's got a lot going on. So okay. whenever she puts that out, that'll be a new story for me some sometime this year. And I'm going to Italy for two weeks. Nice. I'm really looking forward to that. This As is, you should be. Thank you. This is my way of celebrating my 49th birthday. Uh, I have had another friend who passed over the last. Oh, week. sorry to hear that. Yeah, you posted that on. Uh, on IG story, yeah, sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, we go back to childhood, oh, and shit. Uh, we've, we've remained in touch for years. He was, we were we were pretty close, he and I, and so I will miss Gene Kelly Allen Jr. R.I.P. 
but it is a reminder to me to get the fuck on with life and live it. And I, I posted some of his words because yeah. his sister passed a few years ago from an accident. Oh. And uh, he posted some words because he was having a difficult time with that. He posted some words about living life to the fullest and everything. So I reshared that as a mm-hmm. reminder to me. This is a guide to to stop. Don't put stuff off. Yeah. Don't put stuff off. Like, go live. If there's some things you want to do, do it. And going to Italy and just, just seeing all the sights that I fantasize about seeing from all the shows and movies and stuff that oh, I've yeah. watched over the years. I got I got a worldwide tour coming. Oh, I'm, I'm a star dicey dinner, spicy yeah. dicey world tour. I'm a star with Italy, <laughs> but I got a, I got so just, many. Hey, just places. stay away from Russia. Just, I'm just, <laughs> just saying, stay away from Russia. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, but I, this is the first thing that I want to do. I do want, I'm gonna get some writing done there, but I just want to chill. You know, don't fucking see. write. If you write anything, it better be a social media <laughs> post like, "Hey, having my best life," you know, or something. Like, don't like write, write. You know, well, nah. I'm gonna delete the apps while I'm gone. I don't want. I don't even want. Fair to enough. Touch. I'm okay. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I said I was gonna write, but then that would require. That would require me to take my laptop, and I want. Yeah, to and you know, once you get in that writer mode, you're gonna be in your hotel, clickety clickety clack clack, yeah. instead of being out, making some new memories or something. You can you can clickety clack here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> hey. well, you know, this is this is a a, a a completely new and different experience for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Being well, first, I'm I'm traveling solo. Yeah, but. It's also, and I do a lot of things by myself. Like I do most things by myself. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Me but too. I mean, going out of the country by myself, this will be a first. Mm-hmm. But also, it's it's the one first of its kind where I'm not planning to work during that period. Mm. And I'm talking about legal work. Yeah. Like it's it's. I try to make sure that I have all my hearings and stuff towards. Oh the shit, end of the sir! Month. If I fuck up, I can't call you. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't fuck up nowhere. If I <laughs> well, I don't do criminal anymore. I don't, I don't do criminal anymore, but. It's, I mean, there's, you, you can call my husband. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, guys. <laughs> Find out, he'll get, you, he'll get you into the right hands. He'll refer you to somebody. But I, I just want to be able to just chill. Yeah. I'll just, just sit back. Anytime I go anywhere now, I am usually still working, doing yeah. something. So I hear you about not writing. I just don't really see writing as working so much, but it is, it is. But I just, I just want to chill. I just want to be me and just be present and just enjoy the experience. As you should. And, and take it as it comes. I don't even want to plan ahead too much. That, that's not a bad idea. Just wake up and just, just go. Just, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. ask the concierge, hey, where's a good place to eat? Yeah. You know, you can Google some sites, museums, or whatever you're into, one of those boats that go on the canal and yeah, stuff yeah you know yeah they call it. yeah my brother he went uh, to europe to a few places last uh last month did i say this already uh well you did you didn't on it that was the the post stuff oh yeah. okay okay yeah and he he kind of encouraged me to just kind of take it one day at a time just live in the moment because that's what he did he just went from place to place throughout italy well not not italy he went to other parts of europe but okay so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it now. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put it off. Yeah. Well, I say, hey, happy early birthday to you, because um, probably I got like four or five episodes. I'm recording the 100th episode 
with Blue tomorrow night, taking Ooh, a look back at wow. the um, previous night. Yeah, it's 100. I, I, I've counted like three or four times. Wow. I can't believe it myself. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. That's yeah. Amazing. So, Are you going to throw a party or anything? No, nah, probably not. Just, just taking a look back at the past 99 episodes. Like, I didn't think I'd have like cool people I look up to chilling with me in the studio like yourself and the bodybuilders and, mm -hmm. you know, other prominent people and stuff, you know. I, hey. just, got, I just got one gripe. Where's my pizza? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no pizza. Oh, I don't man. see no wine. Oh, damn. I knew I forgot something. <laughs> I'm like, hey, when you come back, we're going to party. <laughs> You, Blue, and I, we do Jace too. Oh, you know what? One last thing. Speaking of partying, uh -huh. are you like a Dennis Rodman magnet? Because you have met that man twice. I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> yeah, let's go on this note. So, how did you meet Dennis Rodman? Not once, but twice. One of the greatest to ever do it in the NBA or sports period. You know what? I'm going to just say this. Dennis. If it's the girls, I'm joking. <laughs> you know, he, he was married to Carmen Electra, so he, he liked big titties. I'm just saying. Dennis, Dennis Rodman is. I don't think there is another person alive that is even close to a Dennis Rodman. Like he yeah. is a unique person. All he is a whole vibe. You know what I mean? About yeah, I've people. watched his interviews on different platforms before. Yeah, he just he seems. He is just. Yeah. He is his own vibe. His own. He is just bringing everything. I have never met anybody like him. And I really love that about him. I love, he is so eclectic, so wise. You know, like, I don't think people give him enough credit for being, how smart he is. Yeah, I, I, yeah I said, I've watched a couple of his interviews, yeah. and not even on the sports channels, but, like, you know, he's done a couple of podcasts mm -hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, damn, this dude's really he's small. Really he's damn near, like, Skyler level, yeah. you know? Yeah. He's really deep. Like, so when we have conversations, the, the ones that we've had, the conversations go really deep, you know. We're not talking about surface level stuff like the weather and stuff. Yeah. Like we go into some deep conversations. So, what I will say about meeting him, I meet stars and people that other people, you know, recognize that are famous and that are well known, that are rich and everything. I meet people like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's just that's just how I move. So I'm around people that are rich and, and all that. That's that's not really anything new or different. Um, speaking with him, though, he's just, he's so welcoming. So there's yeah. not a problem with actually stopping and just talking to him and wow. getting a picture. You know what I mean? So he was he's all about that. Um, his his girlfriend has been there both times. I, I have not really spoken with her because mm -hmm. she, she does her own thing. But I do want to set, to acknowledge that he is partnered he is with someone. Yeah. She's a beautiful lady. Nice. And um, yeah, and he's in. I'm always very careful. Yeah. About what I say about someone that I meet because the conversations that I have, if it's a private conversation that's going on, I don't tell their business. Of course, I yeah. Yeah, I don't tell what they talk about or anything. So when I met him the first time, it was in April. Jason and I were having lunch, and we met him then, and uh, so there was a lot of things that we talked about then that I did yeah. not go on social media and start yeah. repeating. Someone mentioned in a comment, how did you meet him, and what is he here for? What's he here for? And somebody else came back and said, well, Final Four is going on, and I wanted to be like, bitch, you don't know. 
don't try to act like I just ran into him because he was here on Final Four. That, <laughs> that was not what he was here yeah. for. But I couldn't go into yeah, the course, details, yeah. you know, so I just said, no, he's here on business. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit that, and yeah. And sure enough, you know, you could see, now this is what we know publicly. He's had, a, he's gotten a tattoo here in Houston since mm -hmm. publicly. He has also, he was here for the, the Pride Parade. Yeah, so yeah. So Dennis Rodman is here. Yeah, yeah, he is. And okay. actually, um, yeah. one of my drag friends I've had on the show, she did, well, she, I could talk about because she put it on social media. Yeah. But she did a, she was at, she performed. Actually, no, I got a couple. He was at Hamburger Mary's partying, and that's a drag bar. And then mm -hmm. Adriana LaRue, shout out to her. She was the very first drag queen I had on the podcast. She did a private party for him. Okay. You know, you, okay. we all know, like, he's yeah, in the drag yeah. and he, yes, massaging yes. and stuff. Yeah, yes. cool he guy. Yes, he is here, and I, I love him. I know that, you know, he, he's had a lot of different issues. We mm -hmm. all have. Yeah. But um, in terms of just who he is that I have met. He is a remarkable person. And, nice. And I just, it's always been great. And so the next time, J uh, Jason and I were having lunch again, and we, we ran into him. Dope. Yeah, each time. But in terms of meeting famous people and rich people and all that, that's, that is par for the course. That is an everyday, <laughs> everyday occurrence for me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And we're going to leave it on that note. Thank you so much, my friend, for joining me on this Hour Plus episode, coming in studio. I can't thank you enough. And where can people find you on social media? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I am everywhere at Dicey Grinner. So that's D-I-C-E-Y-G-R-E-N-O-R. -E and I have not changed anything over to Spicy Dicey Productions yet. So okay. I also have DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. It's the same website. You have books, people. Having. They're awesome. Uh, thank you. Trying to tell y'all. I've had the same website since 2011. It needs to be updated. Um, I don't think I've updated it since last year, so it doesn't have any of my new works on there. Okay. I also have Spicy Dicey Store, which, uh, SpicyDiceyStore.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got some That I still need to link to my website <laughs> every day. But that I'll is, put the links in descriptions and stuff. Thank yeah. you. You're that welcome. Is, that is for novelty and and fetish stuff, uh, like floggers. I'm always asked yeah. about some of the floggers that I've had. I need to tweak it. I kind of just had it put up and just had some things done. I actually really need to go through and do a, a, a full-blown overhaul, add some more stuff that I have that is, that's just been waiting to be added, and probably adjust some of the stuff that's on there okay uh, i also i'm all over social media you know dicey, yeah. dicey grinner yeah okay cool all right on that note we are out once again thank, thank you. you enjoy your vacation thank have you. a happy birthday you're welcome thank until you. next time everybody take care of yourselves and each other we are out of here thank you thanks for watching <laughs> all right want to help the channel remain upstanding and dedicated to the truth then consider becoming a channel patron the link to our Patreon account is in the description below.